Hello and welcome, I'm Mark, and this is Trucking Answers, and I started that off in a weird way. So uh, I'm here with uh, my co-host Gracie, who just got belly rubbings and now she's sleeping, but she could get up at any moment to have something to say. Now, as I always start out, I'm not a lawyer, so anything you hear is not legal advice, but I am a driver that's been driving for over 35 years, so I consider this podcast my professional opinion. Okay, so there. So uh, today, let's talk about uh, something that I heard on the radio. And so recently, I went to a funeral, which is not great, of course. That was for my brother-in-law. And so I had the opportunity to listen to Road Dog for over 400 travel miles in the car. And as as you can imagine, many of the calls were the usual, well, shut up, stupid calls, kind of that. And drivers just blathering on about stuff that has nothing to do with about anything but then a call comes on and I don't know the host because I don't listen to this that often so I don't know who the host of the show was but the driver gets on there and uh, you know he the first thing he talks about is we need more government to do something and so I'm already like oh well this is going to be a problem okay well anybody that wants the government to do more I thought it's just not on the right track already. We want the government to do less or nothing, really, in my opinion. But um, so he goes on that he's an owner operator. He goes, I mean, a lease driver that is, you know, an owner. I'm like, oh, okay, well, whatever. Because he was talking originally about the lease uh, transparency committee uh, for the government, blah, thing that goes on. And so he's talking about brokers. He said, look, his company gives him loads. And some of you may have heard this on the radio so you know what i'm talking about <clears throat> his company gives him loads but if they don't have loads he can get a load from certain brokers and he said these brokers are just taking too much money i don't know what that means um i guess if if it's the other way like i always ask owners that say this if it was the other way are you taking too much money so let's say a load paid 50 percent more than all the other loads paid does that mean you're getting paid too much and somebody else should get more of that money. And, of course, everybody's like, well, no, the more I make, the better it is for me. Right. And he said, well, you know, these brokers are taking so much of this money. He goes, I'll get somewhere. And, uh, you know, it costs me so much money to get out. And there's, uh, you know, the loads are paying a dollar ten or something. And, you know, it cost me a dollar twenty to run the truck or whatever. He, you know, he was suggesting that it was costing him more than taking the load. And then so she said, of course, which she should say, well, We'll just leave the load sit there. Don't take it. And obviously, she goes, you obviously can't run a business if you're not making money. That's no way to run a business. <laughs> uh, fat, dumb, and stupid's no way to go through life, son. All right, so um, <laughs> that's pretty good. And then he says, well, you know, I might have to sit a few days without getting a load then if I don't do that. Well, there you go. And, and then the light bulb goes off in my head, of course. That's why the load doesn't pay anything. If there's no loads and there's a bunch of trucks the price of the load goes down, right? Yeah, because there's so many of you that will take it because you have no choice. But he was saying, well, you know, the brokers, you need to pay more on these loads. Well, no, that's not how it works. When you run a business like that, it would be supply and demand. So if they're in an area where there's no loads, but then the loads aren't going to pay anything. You want tons of loads. Okay, so that they have to compete to get you to take it. Now, they're just waiting and you're just begging for a load. So the price 
that you are going to get goes down. So if 10 trucks go in an area, there's one load out, that load's not going to pay crap because one of you is going to take it. They, they don't have to pay $4 a mile because one of you suckers will take it for 70 cents just to get out of there. It has nothing to do with brokers, and certainly you don't need the government to come and intervene in this. And he was complaining as well because apparently where he works, they also have company drivers, which I don't really recommend owners do that. You know, you should be at a place that's all owners so you don't have to compete with company trucks because they're going to move their trucks. And he said a lot of their company drivers are on salary, which is interesting. I don't hear much of that on the road. There is some of it. I see some of it. He never mentioned what the company was. So I do see some of it, but not much. And so, of course, <laughs> they're going to give their loads to those companies. That's why he has to go to a broker because they're giving any loads that they get to their company drivers because the drivers are getting paid. They're getting a salary. So driver or not, they're getting a flat salary. So of course, if a company has three drivers sitting and you, and they have three loads, their three drivers are going to get those loads because they got to pay those guys. They don't have to pay you anything because you're brilliantly taking over the truck payment for them. And, uh, getting no benefits and then sitting there without a load and then you go to the broker board which he said they can do there which is probably true at, at a lot of places and you get a load that doesn't even pay your cost to get out of there well that's not great is it is that a is that a good way to do business i don't know i mean i don't know i would get paid to get out of there either way right it doesn't matter to me what they make if they lose money on the load that's not my problem and that kind of thing, you know, doesn't make any difference to me. I don't care if they lose money or not. And people have talked to me over the years about that. Well, Mark, you know, if a company loses money, they'll go out of business. I don't care. I mean, I don't care. I'll go get another job. It's not like there aren't other jobs. So if the company closes or whatever, that's fine with me. I'll just go work at a different trucking company. I will get another job while I'm in the parking lot. So never worry about that. So whether they make money or not, it's not a big sweat to me. They're paying me either way, and especially if I was salary, over-the-road salary, what do I care? I'm not on percentage. I'm getting my whatever, I, the salaries I see, usually $1,800 to $2,200 a week is what I'm seeing advertised. He never said what they were there. So, so fine, I'm getting my, uh, you know, $350 a day or whatever, 300 bucks a day, and uh, they can get a load or not. But to, to come on and say, look, the government needs to step in here and get involved and regulate these brokers who are taking all this money because his suggestion kind of was that the load would have paid good except the broker cut too much of the money off of it although she said well how do you know that well i just know that that's what they're doing otherwise these would pay better i don't th i don't know that doesn't prove anything and so what if they are i mean all you can do is they have a load and they go it pays this and she said well just you know counter offer and he said well they won't they won't do that because they have all these trucks waiting well right they don't have to they'll just go to the next truck they'll wait for the next person to call them it's just simple when you run a business i don't know why some owners don't get this a lot of them do understand it and so they do very well they're doing great because they seem to understand this but some don't they think that because they're going to go lease a truck that the whole world is just going to be you know, rainbows and unicorns and just blow money up their butt all day. And that's just not how it works. You know, you have to be very strategic in where you're going and can you get out and you have to be looking for all this stuff. And I assume that's what companies do behind the scenes for their company trucks. But as a lease person,
operators are. And you just have to do the same kind of thing. When you're going somewhere, can you get out for a rate that's going to pay your bills? And if you can't, you don't go in there. You can't take the load there. Well, market pays good in there. Well, you know, if the average round trip pay isn't really great, it's not worth doing. It just isn't worth doing. I was just disappointed to hear, I guess not, because, you know, I hear this a lot from drivers. On one hand, they're like, oh, Mark, the government is just horrible, all these regulations. And then when one thing comes up, uh, load pays three cents less than it should. Mark, we need to have the government do some kind of regulation here. You know, so drivers can't have it both ways. You have to be, you know, take the libertarian view on it of the government, no matter what they do, is bad and should step out, step out of stuff, right? That goes to uh, one more thing that was on there since uh, I have a little more time on this podcast. And really, it can be as long as I want it to be, I suppose. A driver recently petitioned the FMCSA. I don't know if you saw this. So that he can split his sleeper basically however he wants. He said it would be better for him. He'd get better sleep and it'd be easier for him to find parking. And there was a comment period and I don't know, 90% of the comments were on his side. Yes, this driver should be able to do this. But that's not the point of an FMCSA comment. Yeah, you can comment like that. But to get a rule change implemented for yourself or a company or for whatever, you have to show... That it, will, that it will have the same or better effect on safety than the current regulations. You can't just say it also. They want some kind of proof, studies, whatever. It's just you saying, well, I'll be safe is not going to be good enough to get a rule change. And, of course, this driver, of course, was turned down like we knew he would be. Like other drivers that have petitioned him for different, you know, relief from regulations because the drivers just say, well, I just, I want to do this to find parking. That's not, has nothing to do with safety per se. Yeah. You need to park to, to get sleep, but the parking itself is not the safety issue. The thing is you can't get sleep. And so this driver is saying, well, look, if I could split it however I want, instead of just the way you want, then I would be better because of me. I'll sleep better, but that's not, that's not proof of anything. They want proof it's ironic they got the only thing they want proof of they do all kinds of other stuff without proof i.e what's been done the last three years but regardless of all that before we get off on that tangent this driver was turned down which i knew he would be now it would be interesting if we used all this time to bombard the fmcsa i think that'd be a good way to do it because we're just getting dribs and drabs a few drivers here and there it'd be interesting for say 500,000 of these to be put in this week. That'd be an interesting thing to get started. I wonder how you could get that going. You know, would drivers actually do it? And they, everybody can just ask for something because they're required under the rulemaking process to go through this whole procedure. They, If you put it in, they have to. That's why this driver got basically a hearing where people were allowed to comment and all that. And then they had to come out with a paper and, and explain why or why why they're not doing it. So if, you know, a bunch of people did this, I think it would be great to uh, kind of flood the government with it. Although, I guess you have a bunch of bureaucrats that don't care. They'll just don't wave their hands in the air and not care. They'll still go through it slowly and you'll get your response three years from now or whatever. I don't know. I thought it was an interesting thing that the driver did to try to get that. But I knew, like pretty much everybody knew, it wasn't going anywhere. 
how did they used to say that? Right, oh, it's like a truck with uh, 18 flat tires, right? It's not going anywhere. So, so that's about it for today. So put it in the big hole, and uh, we'll see you on the next podcast.